Hello again, and welcome back to the Listen Closely podcast. My name is Elle, and I'm your host. We recently discussed on this podcast the words of affirmation portion of the five love languages by Gary Chapman. This episode is going to focus on gifts, gift giving, and gift receiving. When you really break down this chapter, you will learn to understand that a person who loves gifts is not connected to being materialistic in any way, shape, or form. You're not dating a user. You're not overly needy because it's you who likes gifts. There's so much more that goes into gift giving and gift receiving than people want to admit. As I stated earlier, gifts don't have to be an expensive item that breaks your bank. A gift can cost zero dollars and still mean the world to someone. If your primary love language is gifts, the price doesn't matter. It's the thoughtfulness that matters. Your connection to the gift giver is what matters. The five love languages breaks down how important a gift can be to someone whose love language is gifts. If a person's primary love language is gifts, that's what makes them feel loved. There's no other way to put it. It doesn't matter all the kind words you give them. It doesn't matter how much quality time you spend with them. They're still going to feel like something is missing if you're not speaking their love, their primary love language. And to be honest, that goes for all of the love languages. If you're not speaking my primary love language, it's going to be harder for me to hear and understand you. One thing I want to make sure to point out is that gifts are supposed to be given out of love. Gifts have meaning. They can say to a person, I'm thinking of you and I love you. A surfacy gaze over what the love language of gifts is will lead people to think materialistically. When you read into the love language, you'll recognize that ain't it. The Merriam-Webster definition of materialistic is overly concerned or preoccupied with material possessions rather than intellectual or spiritual things. The American Psychological Association asked a professor of psychology who specializes in materialism and well-being, they asked him, What does it mean to be materialistic and why is it generally viewed in a negative light? Why are some people materialistic and others not? The professor, whose name was Tim Kaser, he answered and said, To be materialistic means to have values that put a relatively high priority on making a lot of money and having many possessions, as well as on an image of popularity which are almost always expressed via money and possessions. Tim Kaser continues to say, I think materialism is viewed in a negative light because people may have had an unpleasant experience with materialistic people. We know from research that materialism tends to be associated with treating others in more competitive, manipulative, and selfish ways, as well as being less empathetic. Such behavior is usually not appreciated by the average person. It's almost encouraged to be, it's 
okay? I don't even want to use the word almost. It is encouraged by our society to be materialistic. And many of us have had a negative interaction with someone who's who was materialistic. A friend of mine named Jane had a boyfriend. Jane's boyfriend, it was Valentine's Day, and he came and he, he dropped her off a teddy bear, a box of chocolates, some flowers, he probably got her a card. The way he checked every box, either his mama trained him well or she wrote a checklist of what she wanted for Valentine's Day. Jane was so happy, she was showing me her gifts, she was happy as a pig in shit for her Valentine's Day gifts, right? Jane's boyfriend thinks he did good. Jane gets on FaceTime with her friend. That girl stole Jane her Valentine's Day gifts. That girl got a teddy bear literally as tall as she was that you can literally sit in the bear's lap. Jane was so pissed off. Jane calls her boyfriend. She flipped the hell out on him. She ripped him apart. She said every nasty thing about that weak ass teddy bear he got her and that he needed to go and get her a new teddy bear because this was trash. I felt so bad for Jane's boyfriend. I thought he did just fine. The girl was clearly in competition with her friend. Jane clearly had some other type of problems going on with her, but she chewed her boyfriend up for this regular sized teddy bear that he bought her. And now I know if Jane really did write that list for him, she didn't put extra large teddy bear on the list. She just put teddy bear, he did everything that she had. I'm gonna tell you this. I don't believe that this girl's love language was gifts. This is an example of materialism and being in an unhealthy competition with your friend. That's a whole nother story. We will save that for another episode. I wouldn't be surprised if the boyfriend became jaded after this. His next girlfriend probably didn't get a damn thing out of him because of this experience. And that's really how it happens. It only takes one person to hurt us and cause us pain and make us feel like we're not good enough to cause us to change our ways. I'm sure he wanted to make her happy. He did everything that she asked. And I'm sure the gift giver, I'm sure those gifts came from those gifts came from his heart. And for your gifts to be rejected like that, I'm sure it changed him and he didn't deserve that. Her love language could not have been gifts. Even though she demanded and wanted and asked for those things, she didn't love them. That teddy bear, that big teddy bear he ran to the store to go buy her and replace, it didn't make her feel good for long. She didn't really want that teddy bear. But if this girl's love language was gifts, a handwritten card would have even done it. He could have picked some flowers because we were broke college students at the time. We ain't had no damn money. So any, for someone whose love language is really gifts, it's not a bag, it's not shoes, it's not the biggest teddy bear on the shelf to make my friend jealous. Those things, that's not, that's not the purpose. It's the gift giver. It's, my, it's our connection. Gifts, I shouldn't, I repeat, gifts should not be given as an I'm sorry for my bad behavior. There should not be strings attached to gifts. Those type of gifts become meaningless. 
If you really think about it, the more gifts that pile up in your home because of, a, because of apologies, the more items you have to look at and remember the pain from that moment. The new watch on your wrist, sorry for cheating. The new purse on your arm, forget the broken promises. The flowers on the kitchen table to make up for the lipstick on a collar. It's not right. Every time you look at those gifts, you're reliving the pain, whether you say it or not. And when it comes to the gift receiver, your unappreciated gifts will come less and less. Don't be surprised. And those of you who give apology gifts, they're just going to become meaningless because we all know the routine. I mentioned earlier that gifts don't have to be expensive. There are ways you can give love to someone whose love language is gifts. I need you to know that it comes back to listening to what this person needs and what they care about. The other day I was trying to figure out what to get my dad for his birthday. I was bouncing ideas off of a friend and they asked, uh, well, what does he like? My answer was, I don't really know. He loves to grill. He's weirdly handy. He likes to build things and he's in love with his little garden. And there it was, clear as day. A gift for his garden would be a perfect gift. It's something my dad genuinely cares about and he's super proud of it. When you listen to the people that you love, you'll learn what it is that they care about. Listen to the people that you care about and listen closely. They will tell you what means something to them, but you have to listen enough to catch it. A gift for my dad, my dad's garden shows, I care for you, I saw your joy over your garden, and I hope this thoughtful gift makes you happy. Someone who listened to me with care would know that my favorite flower is a sunflower. My love of sunflowers is connected to my mom who passed away a few years ago. You gift me a bouquet of roses, I'll tell you thank you. You gift me a bouquet of sunflowers? You touched my heart deeply and I'm never gonna forget that. But don't you dare send me I'm sorry sunflowers. You see what I'm saying? You understand what I mean by these gifts that have power, that have meaning? When you listen to someone, when your gifts are just gifts of love, not gifts of, I'm sorry, I'll do better next time. The memory of a meaningful gift can last a lifetime. The gift can be big or small, but a good gift can stimulate your emotions. When someone's love language is gifts and they don't receive them from their partner, they will literally feel unloved. Not that it's true, but it's the way a person can feel if you're not speaking their language. It may seem silly to you, you may not even know it, but there's someone out there who's still holding on to a gift that you bought them from years ago. You probably forgot the gift, but they didn't because it mattered to them. So what's next? L, where do I go from here? I understand 
a different point of view. Maybe you never thought about it like this. Maybe you were the person who was told to buy I'm sorry gifts. Maybe you have done this plenty of times and you didn't understand why those gifts meant nothing. Maybe you are realizing, oh shit, it's me who's materialistic. Maybe you're reflecting on a time when you did receive a gift in a not so flattering way. Maybe you're remembering a time when your feelings were hurt because you gave a gift that was unappreciated. Where do we go from here? I want you to think about yourself in this scenario. Does it make you feel loved when someone gives you a gift? Is it memorable to you? Is it a keepsake? Something that you hold on to with pride? If so, gifts are probably important to you. It may be your primary love language. You gotta read the book to be sure. Here's another scenario I want you to reflect on. Do you even like to receive gifts? Your answer really might be no, and that's okay. It's not strange. Your love language just is something else. Something else makes you feel loved, and that's okay. Being given gifts may not be how you receive love. You probably lean towards something else. Here's another question I want to ask you. Do you find yourself picking up little things here and there for other people when you're out? Do you make sure to get birthday gifts or souvenirs when you travel? When you shop, do you find yourself noticing things someone else would like and you pick them up for that person? If so, the way you show love may be by giving gifts. I want you to know that I recognize and understand that there are users out there. There are people who demand gifts and that is nowhere near their love language. It's all about the material item. I think you're going to pick up on the difference pretty fast. I think that it's clear when someone is genuinely happy with something that you've done for them or something that you've given them versus someone who is just a user and happy that you spent some money on them to add another item to their collection of things that are expensive and collecting dust in their closet. There's a really big difference between someone who cares for you because it's you and someone who just wants an item from you. It's going to show. But I also want you to know there are people who will appreciate things that come from your heart. And as you continue to learn that person, you will know what it is that they care about. You'll know what makes them happy. personally become more aware of your own love language, you can know what it is that you require. If you are someone who loves gifts, don't be ashamed of that. 
it's okay. It does not make you a materialistic person. It just means you genuinely feel good and connected to the gift giver. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And you might be the person who loves to give gifts. It doesn't mean that you're trying to buy someone. It doesn't mean that you're trying to buy their love and affection to get them on your side. It means that it's in your nature. It's what you do. It's how you show your love. And like I said to you earlier, there's not supposed to be strings attached with a gift. It's not supposed to be, well, I spent all this money on you. You should be giving me X, Y, and Z. It's not how a real gift is exchanged. So if you do give gifts with a catch, you have ulterior motives, and that is not your love language. Try to figure that out about yourself. Which way do I lean? And once you figure that out, you're going to know yourself a little bit better, and you're going to know and realize what it is you do when it comes to showing your love to other people. made it to this point i want to say thank you again thank you so much for tuning in to the listen closely podcast my name is l and take care